welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever humble host, Chris. And tonight we will be discussing uh, Backlash. This is uh, per usual when you have the premium live events. Uh, we do a little extra longer. Well, I do kind of like a pre. And then when I come back, I will give you my first hand reaction after, the, after I watch the pay-per-view. Um, uh, first and foremost, I'm, I'm kind of like 70-30 on this particular pay-per-view. Uh, I think that it's it has its potential, and then it also doesn't. I think certain things have to happen for this to be a meaningful pay-per-view, if that makes any sense. Uh, meaning stuff like uh, the Bloodline uh, storyline has to take its next step. Meaning that either Solo is going to turn on Jimmy and Jay, or Jimmy and Jay are going to turn on Solo. More than likely, in my personal opinion, I think Solo has to be the one to attack his brothers. Um, that and also I think something has to kind of give a little bit with um, uh, with Judgment Day versus the LWO. But other than that, you know, that and also the Cody Brock match, I think that has you, you really have to kind you know, there's there is a good way of, of, of starting and ending this, and there's a bad way, and I'm not too sure which way they're going to go with. Just because I, I don't think that... Because honestly, in my personal opinion, I don't think that they're... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm... I'm very much of the opinion that Cody should have won at WrestleMania. Now, I know I'm probably very much in the minority. I don't really know. Uh, I do know that there's a good there's a good handful of people that feel like that was the logical conclusion. And then, you know, um, but I'm getting off on the wrong foot. I'm, I'm here to talk about what's going on for Backlash. I'm going to go over the card as I'm seeing it right now, give you my first impressions of it, and then we'll go from there. Um, first off, uh, Seth Rollins versus Omos. I, I think this is the biggest joke of a match, really, in all sincerity. Um, in many cases, this is very much Vince being back by putting him back. Um, in something that is very much a, um, he's in a big time feud with someone that could potentially be the next, uh, champion. Uh, I don't see a very good chance for Omos to win unless he wins, uh, through disqualification that, that, uh, Rollins just hits him with a chair or something, but you know, that's just my opinion. 
Uh, next up, we have the United States champion, but uh, championship match between Theory. Uh, it's Theory. Um, uh, Bronson Reed and Lashley. <clears throat> uh, I think they have a very big problem on their hands with Austin Theory because I don't see what's going on with Austin Theory. <clears throat> In my personal opinion, I think that he isn't very good at what he's doing. Um, they they gave him this. They gave him a win over John Cena. And they never, he, they've never capitalized on it. They never capitalized on it with him. And I don't know if it's because the writing is bad or is it because Austin Theory just doesn't have it. Um, I'm of the opinion that it's more that Theory doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but that's just my opinion. Um, I, I do give um. I feel more bad for him because of the fact that he is, um, he's kind of like the afterthought between Reed and um, Lashley, but Theory's going to win some, some way, somehow. It isn't going to be, you know, where Theory, you know, where Theory comes out and puts on this great match. He's going to, kind of be the after he's the afterthought and that's really what's sad uh but we'll see where that goes you know I, I think that's really kind of the the biggest one because he's going to smackdown now and now he has to deal with the smackdown problems and i find that to be very interesting but there he's gonna win uh, next up is the Raw Women's Championship between Bianca Belair and Io e e Sky. Uh, there's no chance. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Bianca Belair is going to win. It, it could potentially be a squat, squash match. Um, Io Sky and, and her tag team partner definitely deserve better and probably will get better will be getting better soon just because i honestly think that this is the end of um damage control in my opinion but who knows uh next up is the smackdown championship between rhea ripley and zelena vega uh you know Rhea Ripley just uh, just won this uh, this title. She's gonna hold on to it for a little bit for a long time. It, it's gonna be her. Uh, I I ultimately feel bad for Zelina Vega because it's the first time that they're actually using her properly, and she's more than likely getting a squash. She's definitely you know she's more than likely getting a squash match out of this. And that really stinks, in my opinion, because I think she's a good wrestler. You know, I just think that um, I honestly don't know why they give her so they haven't really given her very much. They gave her some stuff last early last year after she won the Queen of the uh, the Queen of the Ring, but other than that, they've really never given her anything. And that really stinks, in my opinion. Um. Up next, Bad Bunny versus um, 
uh, versus um, a Damian Priest. There's no chance in you know what that Damian that Damian Priest wins. I'm sorry, there's just no. F- I'll say it. There's no fucking way. I'm sorry, Bad Bunny is not coming home and getting a paid an X amount of dollars just to lose. I'm sorry, not happening. He's not losing at home in Puerto Rico. No chance. Um. Next match, uh, <coughs> my apologies, is Cody versus um, Brock. Uh, the smart money, unfortunately, is that Brock Lesnar is more than likely going to win. That Brock is going to more than likely just cut Cody down to size. Um, a lot of people are kind of connecting the dots between Cody and uh, Cody losing the t- uh, losing his title match at WrestleMania, and John Cena losing to The Rock, and having that whole journey to the next WrestleMania. In my opinion, um, I think it's a I think it's a little much to be saying that that's what's going to happen, but who the hell knows. I mean, seriously, who knows what's going to happen? But, you know, the smart money is on that. That Brock just cuts him down and just beats him. Which is going to suck because in the second straight pay-per-view that Cody's going to lose. Um, and then finally, we have um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and... Uh, Matt Riddle versus the Bloodline with Solo Sokoa and the Usos. I do feel pretty confident in saying that um, that um, uh, that Sammy, Kevin, and uh, Matt Riddle are gonna win this one, and that it's gonna kind of be where they win. They start walking out, and then the Usos come out, come out of the, get back in the ring, and Solo is pissed, and they're kind of talking to him, telling him that it's not their fault. And then all of a sudden, he just Samoan spikes, just Samoan spikes them both. But yeah, who knows? You know, who knows? Uh, but that's it as far as what's going on. Um, uh, we can get into very quickly what's going on as far as Raw and SmackDown are concerned. Um, I do like what they what they've done as far as separating everybody. I I think. Um, It, they have a lot of really good tag teams in there, and I like the fact that um, uh, that Carter and um, and Katana are finally been elevated to uh, Raw. I, I like that a lot. I think the two of them are really good together, and they've been in NXT for nearly two, three years. 
And I thought last year that they should have probably uh, made it to Raw SmackDown. Um, I think that's really good. I do like some of the stuff that they're doing. It kind of stinks because you know that once uh, that once uh, Rhonda and um, and Shayna Baszler finally get healthy, that they're more than likely taking those titles from Raquel and uh, Liv, which really kind of stinks, but that's why I don't make the big bucks. But, you know, it, but that's just in my personal opinion. I would rather let those two be tag team champions. Um, I'm not really going to get into too much. I'm. It's going to be, we'll get into that next week about what's going on. Um, I will say this. I have made the decision that I will, in fact, be watching Night of Champions, which is going to be in Saudi Arabia. I know I've said in the past I do not watch it because I feel like it's just a tur- it's just a tourism free for all for uh for Saudi Arabia. But it, this is a big one because of the fact that they're t- they are going to be crowning a new champion and I feel like it's in the best interest for myself and for this particular podcast that I actually watch it and that we can actually discuss it. So when I get back, we will be discussing the results of Backlash. I will talk to you all in a minute. Be right back. Welcome back. Um, Just finished watching uh, WWE uh, Backlash. That was really really good pay-per-view um i think it could be a a lot of especially me i know i i usually always say this but uh the pay-per-view after a major pay-per-view is usually uh not as great as it could be they kind of just for lack of a better term in my opinion they kind of mail them in but you could totally tell that the they were feeding off the energy from uh, from the San Juan crowd. Uh, they were completely into it the entire night. You could tell on Friday for SmackDown that they were into it. They were. It was no different for them tonight. It was just an amazing, amazing show. Uh, let's get right into the matches. Uh, first up, we had uh, Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. Uh, Io, man, she she's a great wrestler, and it's and it's a damn shame that a lot of people don't recognize that that she's been kind of relegated to the the tag team division and but i think this was her her announcement that she could very well be in the title contention for a very long time 
uh, Bianca, per usual, put on an amazing performance. She is now the longest reigning uh, champion at 400 days. So congratulations to her. Um, like everything that EO could do, she she was doing it. And Bianca didn't really have like an answer for it. And it really, it really wasn't until um, Bailey and Dakota showed up. That's when Bianca finally, you know, put an end to it. But, you know, for, this might be like the first time that someone's actually been touching her hair and they've actually kind of like, used it the right way by holding her back kind of like just grabbing her hair and like pulling her back as opposed to when some when another wrestler would grab her hair and she'd pull back and do offense on on them it was very different to see that but it was still a really really good match i really enjoyed it i really thought that um that they definitely did it the right way um, and as I said before, I think it, this was just the announcement that EO is is here and she's going to be in the title contention for her for a very long time. Uh, next up, I was kind of surprised this was the second match, I think. Uh, Omos versus Seth Rollins. It, you kind of figured that that's what they were going to do. Uh, with the match that they were going to allow uh, Omos to put up some offense. And I like the fact that Omos was playing to the crowd a lot, especially since he kept like conducting the crowd to sing uh, Rollins's uh, theme music. I thought that was very, very clever on his part. Uh, you can totally tell he's fine. That you can you can tell that he's growing as a wrestler. He's learning different moves. He's doing different things. He looks more comfortable, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that they've paired him with MVP. I think MVP really does a great job. With these guys, with with especially the people that he's been attached to recently, with Lashley, with um, uh, Cedric Alexander and uh, Shelton Benjamin, I think that he's done a really good job with them in the in uh, in the not too distant past with the hurt with the hurt business, but he's done a really good job, and I think that he's doing an even better job with someone that is so uh, limited in his speaking and he, he's doing a lot better. And I'm very, very happy to, to say that because before I just kept thinking he was going to be the next Greg Holly, you know, or giant Gonzalez for all the old school fans out there. Uh, just another great, you know, uh, Rollins can, Rollins once again proves that he can wrestle with just about anybody. He can wrestle a uh, he can wrestle a 
a coat rack and make it look really, really good. Uh, I, the finish of the match was really, really kind of cool. I like the fact that he tried to do uh, the curb stomp the first time. And Omos just like, he was just, he just had his two hands there and he was not budging. And I thought that was really, really kind of cool because Rollins just kind of like, he had that look in his eye like, oh shit, now what do I do? And then he was finally able to do it a couple of times and he was still only getting the two. And then he finally decides, okay, well, I'm just going to go from the top rope. And I, I really thought that was a really good um uh, really good spot to have that at and he uh gets the curb stop from the top rope one two three i love the fact i know it's in in san juan puerto rico but i love the fact that when the crowd does the the, uh, the one two three it's uno dos tres i thought that was really kind of cool i know again yeah they're in puerto rico so they're gonna speak spanish but still i enjoy the hell out of it just because you don't get that that often, you know. Um, the next match was the the SmackDown or the SmackDown Championship between Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega. Uh, huge pop for for Zelina Vega. I loved her uh, her outfit. I love the fact that the cape was the Puerto Rican flag. Uh, that was really really cool. I enjoyed the hell out of that one. Um, a, you could totally, you know, like you knew that the crowd was going to be completely on her side, but she really, uh, she was really basking in it when they when they did the announcements inside the ring before the match was to start, and uh, it was really really good. Um, again, a match you you knew. Uh, an, another predictable match, so to speak. I kind of figured, I think everyone knew that Rhea was going to win. I just like the fact that Zelina Vega was actually able to get some offense in on her. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, for someone that is the champion and you keep getting your finishing move reversed on you, you know, especially since that, especially since that is her, her final uh, move, that's her finisher, the, uh, essentially the Riptide is a, a pump handle slam. You would think that, hey, maybe I should come up with something different or maybe I should try and uh, change it up. But the fact that Selena Vega has been able to reverse that three times now is something that, you know, you might want to try and change. But again, you know, that's just me being snarky about it. Uh, I, as I've said before, I'm not that big of a Rhea Ripley fan. Uh, I can, I completely understand where people are coming from that she's, that she's great and that she could be wrestling with the men. I am not that big into intergender matches. I don't like them. Uh, but if you do it the right way, 
And that was something that um, Johnny Gargano and uh, and Candice LeRae have said is that if you if you do it the right way and you tell a di- and you tell a an interesting story while you're in there, it makes the things better. I know I'm off topic, but still. Um, I I really just think that, you know, I think they need to figure something out with her. But that's just my opinion. Um, Zelina Vega definitely, definitely looked a lot better than what I thought she was going to do. And she really held her own in there. And eventually she she got the pump handles. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley did the riptide and... And that was the end of it. One, two, three. Um, it just a really, you know, it, it was it was good. I think it definitely showed that Zelina Vega can actually wrestle. You know, you heart you don't get that many matches with her. You know, and and that sucks because I really really like her. Um, next up was the U.S. title, uh, the the U.S. title match, the the three-way between Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, and Lashley. Once, you know, I said it earlier in this podcast, and I will say it again. They have an Austin Theory problem. They really do, because this guy has got nothing. He, He is so boring and so generic, you know, And I was really, and as I said before, I was really hoping that once he won, since he was going to beat Cena, I was hoping that there was going to be like a a, a turn of his his character. And it just isn't. There isn't. You know, he's still just, he's still just a dirtbag. And I just don't. They need to figure something out with him. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Bronson Reed, man, that guy, for the size that he is, that guy can move. And it's and it's amazing. And it it's it's amazing and refreshing to see because when you have big guys, most of the time, you're not going to get someone that can move him and Otis are like a different type of big guys they can move and they're big and that's really really kind of cool um Lashley per usual you know he's in luckily they can figure out what they're gonna do as far as um, they can, um, because now there's another title, because the world title is, is um, going to be a, a uh, tournament, so to speak. I think that is something that's really, really kind of cool, because you can add Lashley, you can add these guys that are floundering towards the, towards it, 
the upper echelon of the mid to to um to superstar level and i think that's one of the that's one of the more basic problems that they have because roman reigns has been a champion for as long as he has because of the fact that he's beaten so many people the fact that he's holding on to two titles you're not getting someone else that's up and that's in the upper echelon because it because it's roman and then everyone else and then there's lashley there's uh drew mcintyre there's that you know drew lashley uh sheamus you know you've got some of these guys that are kind of like floundering towards that middle part of that area and they need something different and i think now that there's that new title out there lashley and drew and sheamus they can hopefully you know get there along with rollins and and all those guys and finn balor for that matter um once again, you know, triple threat matches are triple threat matches, and that's one of the the bad things about triple threat matches is the fact that you're going to get what you got. You know, uh, Lashley looks like he's going to win. He had just speared uh, Bronson Reed, and then uh, Austin Theory out of, out of fucking nowhere just, like, shows up and, like, throws Lashley out the out of the ring and covers for the one for the Uno Dos Todays. And and then and then, you know, Austin Theory comes out and it just runs away with the title and he's just like pointing at his head like, oh I'm smarter than you. No, you're just fucking lucky. You know, that's all you are. You're fucking lucky. I'm sorry. You know? Um but that's a different story. Um, up next was easily, in my opinion, the best match of the night, uh, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. The crowd was so into this match and it was so awesome to see. It really, really was. And what I really, really liked was that Bad Bunny comes out and he has the kendo stick. And all of a sudden he's like, hold on a second, hold on. And then he comes back around and there's this little, uh, he pulls back this black curtain and there's a, a, a shopping cart full of weapons. And I thought that was really kind of cool. I like that type of stuff, especially with when you get street fights because of the fact that um, someone brings their own weapon. Someone brings their own weapons, and I really, really enjoyed that. And for the most part, he used all those weapons. You know, I thought that was really kind of cool. Um, I, you know, the start of the match was really kind of funny because Damian Priest... You know, he he essentially is kind of like he he's like uh, pandering to to uh, uh, Bad Bunny because of the fact he's like I'm not gonna hit you, and then he like 
and then like he just kind of you know he still hits him but but like he's like laughing about it almost and it was really really kind of i thought it was interesting the way that they did it but it was very cool um you saw the return of of carlito who you know more than likely that's a one-off carlito man for someone that i personally have not seen since he left i know he's very popular in the indie circuit and he's pretty much running uh wrestling out there in puerto rico with his brother and uh but he looked good you know he looked really really good and he doesn't look like (coughs) he doesn't look like he's fucking aged at all and that's amazing in my opinion uh, Sabio Vega also showed up. I thought that was really kind of cool. Um, all in all, just a really, really good match. Um, uh, you know, how many, how many Grammy Award winners do you think know how to how how to do a, a Canadian Destroyer? Just one, Bad Bunny. Uh, I love the fact that he actually took that choke slam on the outside he he took a few uh bumps on the outside that looked really really good and it shows once again that this guy really does uh he enjoys what he he's enjoying what he's doing and it, you can tell that he's a student of of the game you know so to speak, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, all all hell breaks loose because uh, I I like the fact that it looks like they're gonna like no, this match is over with after he does the um after he does the um the uh that move where he puts his hand on his head and just kind of like lifts him up and just kind of like uh, from the outside. And they're like, no, it's over. And he goes, no, I'm not done. So he's not done. And he like drags him out there. And, and then, you know, he like carries him out there and on the outside, you know, and then he finally tries to kick him and he, uh, Damien Priest hurts his leg. And that's kind of like the opening and I thought that was really, really kind of cool because all of a sudden Bad Bunny was just able to kind of use that kendo stick on that leg. And I thought that was really, really, I thought that was like the, it was, it was that part that you really, really enjoyed because of the fact that you're like, oh man, like uh, you should have. It, you should have ended it when you should have because now I'm going to kick your ass. And I thought that was really kind of cool. And then and then Judgment Day shows up and they start beating up uh, Bad Bunny. And then, of course, Carlito shows up. And then once Carlito shows up and then uh, Ray comes out and then Salvio and the rest of LWO show up and that was it was really kind of cool. I really enjoyed it. And then you get the Canadian Destroyer or they call it the uh, uh the Bad Bunny Destroyer, but I I still thought it was really really cool. 
a great ending, great match. Should have been the um, should have been the main event in my opinion, but that's for a different time. Uh, next up, you uh, we had uh, we had Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle versus the Usos and Solo Sokoa, the Bloodline. That was a real it, again it a really really good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, I love the fact that they were toying with the um with the dissension with more um it, with the fact that uh, that Jay wasn't having it with Solo. And the fact that Solo kept tagging himself in. And I really like the fact that Jay's the one that really had the problem. Like, no, you ain't doing this. I'm your brother. You know, like, it was really, really kind of cool. And you can tell, like, there's dissension there. And you can tell, like, Solo was kind of like, no, I'm doing this to protect you. I'm the one that has to win. Like, if. I lose, then it's on me, not you. In a way, he's kind of like trying to protect him, but also in a way, he's also like, no, because I don't want to get yelled at and I don't want you to get yelled at. Or I'm just really, really um, overanalyzing the fucking thing, which is more than likely the truth. Uh, but the end, uh, Solo uh, tags himself in, uh, Riddle doesn't realize it. Uh, he goes for the bro Derek on Jay. He he thinks he's got the win. Solo comes in. Samoan spikes him for the for the one two three. And uh, Jimmy kind of doesn't realize all of the dissension between Jay and Solo. And he's just kind of like laughing and smiling. I was like, all right, we still the ones like we beat him. And I just really, I really liked it. I really liked the fact that they're, that they showed a lot of the, that they're showing more of the dissension. And I really kind of enjoyed the fact that they're going, that they're doing it this way. Um, up next, our main event, uh, or the co-main event, as they said, uh, Cody versus Brock Lesnar. I enjoyed the fact that Cody, before the bell rings, just hits him, you know, uh, before he even enters the ring, he dives out of the ring and just starts hitting him and hits him with the chair. He hits him with the steps uh, you know, he just starts beating the hell out of him. And even then Brock still is able to kind of control the, the tempo of the match. Uh, Brock starts bleeding after, uh, the exposed turnbuckle and he just dives headfirst into that ring, into that ring, the metal of the ring. You know, that was, like he hit it and you knew he was going to bleed. Like he hit it straight on and immediately like you just saw this gash and you just start seeing the blood and it was really kind of, and it was really cool. Cause it was like, okay, it's not bleeding. Like he, you know, like he actually 
hit himself to a point where he's bleeding now. And that was kind of awesome. And then, uh, uh, one, you know, again, it's something that I go back to and it's one of those that you, you learn from your mistakes and Cody goes for, uh, uh, he goes for his finisher, not once, but twice. And he's about ready to do it for a third time. And Brock is able, uh, he's able to hit crossroads, not once, but twice. And he's about ready to do it for a third time. And Brock is able to, um, Reverse it hits an F five for the for one two, and then just as you think this match is starting to get better and could go longer, all of a sudden he catches him with a um with a coquita clutch, and then Cody just kind of like flips himself over and pins uh Lesnar for the one two three. And all of a sudden, you're just like, I'm like looking around. I'm like, is that it? They ended it that way? And I'm like, God damn, that was crazy. But again, uh, all in all, great pay-per-view. Um, a, a very surprisingly good pay-per-view. Um, I know later on, Today or tomorrow, my apologies, tomorrow, they're supposed to be announcing the participants for the tournament for the ta- for the new world title. That's going to be very interesting. We will discuss that next week. Um, I'll, you know, we'll talk about that. We'll go, we'll talk about the, the best way I, I see where the, where the championship's going to go. Uh, we'll discuss that all next week. I will talk to you all later. Bye.